Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you on this Wednesday. And I decree blessings upon you and I decree favor upon you. And I bind all spirits of witchcraft, control, and intimidation that's coming against you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I speak freedom to your mind. Everything that's troubling your mind, everything that's troubling your heart, everything that's troubling your spirit, I command those evil attacks, those evil demonic powers to loose you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I speak what God says, God's blessings upon you. You're blessed and favored. My God, my, my Savior, my God, my Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, the great I Am, the great Elohim, the Ancient of Days, is more powerful, is more powerful than any spirit that's troubling you. And I exercise my authority over all sickness, over all mental illness, over every spiritual attack. I pray that you enter not into temptation. And I pray right now that God is delivering you from evil, that the spiritual attack is stopping now, that you're blessed and that you're highly favored. And the great priest, the Lord Jesus Christ, forever a priest after the order of Melchizedek, is on the throne right now, intercession for you. He's making it right. He's bringing it to pass, even as I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Hebrews 5. We're talking about the order of Melchizedek. And the purpose of this is to free you from sin consciousness. So let, let me start at verse 7 again. It's talking about, well, at verse 6. Now, it's talking about Jesus. It says, as he said, also in another place, don't are they priests forever. Not, not just live and get old and die and then you got to get another priest or another pope or, or another intercession for you or, or pray to another person because they dead and gone. You can't touch them. You can't see them or whatever. Jesus, listen to this. And he said also another place. See, thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard and that he feared, though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. Verse nine, very important verse. And being made perfect, this is Jesus, he became the author of eternal salvation. You know what the word eternal mean? It means forever, infinity. Eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Well, what is obeying him? He said in, 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 in the book of John, John 3, 16, you can go and read it in 17, that he sent his, his son into the world that whosoever believe on him shall not perish, but have eternal or everlasting life. So eternal salvation is them that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And I know some of you say, man, that's just too easy. Yeah, but nowadays it's a movement that try to stop people from believing on Jesus because it is that easy. But Satan is, is working overtime to get people to believe it's another way. Believe that Jesus was just a prophet or just a man, that he wasn't the son of God. He was the son of God, but he was also God. See, he was God in the flesh. See, great is the mystery that he was in the flesh. Christ in you, the hope of glory. See, it's a mystery, but God was in Christ 
reconciling the world unto himself. <laughs> Isn't that so? How many read that scripture? Google that scripture. Ping that scripture. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Think about that. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. And it said, called of God a high priest, verse 10, called of God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. And we're about to get to it, who Melchizedek was. Let's, let's, let's go to Hebrews 6. You have to understand when, when, when uh, the letters are written in the Bible, the chapters and the verses was numbered to make it expedient to find it where you can remember it. But it was just a letter. See, it, it wasn't it wasn't a chapter. So Paul talking about the same thing. Right. So you go to verse you go to Hebrews six. And you start at verse 13. Right. It says, for when God made promise to Abraham. Because he could swear by no greater, he swear by himself. Saying, surely blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Now, why am I using Abraham? Because Abraham is the one that first met Melchizedek. Now, what made Abraham righteous? Pop quiz. In Romans, the fourth chapter, see, I can't turn to all these verses. So this stuff is flowing out of my spirit. In Romans, the fourth chapter, it said, Abraham believed God and that was counted to him for righteousness. Let me ask you this. When the Bible say, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall have everlasting life. If you believe that particular scripture, that is counted for righteousness. You have eternal salvation. Jesus is the author of eternal salvation. If you believe the scripture, when it say confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, thou shalt be saved. For with the mouth confession is made uh, unto salvation. And, and with the heart is made unto righteousness, something to that effect. So when you confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have eternal life. It don't have nothing to do with whether you sin or not. Now, when you read the letters of Paul, which was written to us, you learn things to do and not to do. And so you just practice the Bible. You practice the word of God. You have in your heart and in your mind. That's why, the, that's why Paul said in Romans 12 that you had to renew your mind. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He never said that you that uh, if you don't, uh, you get saved by renewing your mind. Once your mind totally renewed, then you say. No, he said you're born again, then you got to renew your mind. So what people do is they got Christians that's on milk that's, that hadn't renewed their mind, that's still practicing charismatic witchcraft, want to kill the enemies and so forth and so on. You got to learn that we don't do this stuff anymore. You don't wish Eve on your enemies. You don't wish that your enemies get sick. You love them that hate you. Pray for them that despitefully use you and bless your enemies. See, in the Old Testament, they didn't bless the enemies. Uh, uh, Elijah said, if I be a, a, a man of God, let fire fall from heaven. So it's a, it's a new covenant. It's a new way. See? So when, 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 when um, at verse 20 said, whether the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus made a high priest 
forever after the order of Melchizedek. Now let's go to Hebrews, the seventh chapter. It says, for this Melchizedek, king of Salaam, that's the root word in Jerusalem. I like the word Jeru on there too, but king of Salaam, priest of the most high God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. This is Hebrews 7 and verse 1. To whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all. First being by interpretation king of righteousness. And after that also king of Salaam, which is king of peace. Do you know that the word Jerusalem, you know it's going to be a new Jerusalem in heaven? That's what it talks about in Revelation. Do you know Jerusalem means city of peace? So Abraham gave a tithe. You know, Abraham was before Moses. He was living before Moses and, and all of that before the law. See, Abraham is the father of faith. But even under faith, Abraham gave a tent. He gave a tithe or a tent to Melchizedek. Let me ask you this. Why do you think Abraham gave a tent to Melchizedek? Why did Abraham pay tithes? See, you know why? He knew that the source of his prosperity was God. So he said, well, you the one gave me all this anyway. At least I give you 10% of it because it's coming from you. Now, if you don't think it's coming from God, don't pay a tent. Don't give a tent. Now, listen to this. Without father, that's Melchizedek, without mother. All of us have a father and mother. Without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life. All of us have a beginning of days and end of life. But made like unto the Son of God, abided a priest continually. I need you to chew on that. I'm out of time. I got a lot to say about that. Be blessed.